0: gender amplified podcast welcome to behind the beat the podcast where we highlight the work of female and non-binary producers with each episode we visit a producer at their workstation and talk about their lives and their music today on our show we have the one and only halima whose chill music and uplifting lyrics and melodies make you feel like you're floating so um just tell me about like how you got to where you are today and then just talk about where you are today.
1: Is that like a long form or short form kind of thing cuz we could go.
0: It, we could go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go.
1: No. Um so I basically started writing music when I was around uh 10 or 11. Um I started writing songs and playing guitar and it was a way for me to express myself initially cuz I couldn't really do that in like words, but music was a art form that facilitated that. I was introduced to production at like 14. I had the little like garage band app on my iPod touch. And I would take that everywhere I would go. Like I would just like be like using that tiny piano. It wasn't until I was like 16 that I got a laptop and um, I got Logic and I sort of transferred everything over to there. Then I applied to NYU Clive Davis because I didn't even know that anything existed like that. Like you could actually do music academically and like it was validated in that sense that never really occurred to me like for that whole time that I was just making music so that was like a real big shift I just got to meet a lot of people and then collaborate and now I'm here.
0: So how much do you think that either culture or location Because you said, I mean, the UK picked up your music, like, really well, and that's where you're from.
1: Why do you think that is? I actually have no idea. It's so strange because I was so ready to leave the UK. I'm now even thinking, like, this morning, I was, like, really missing London. And I was like, what? Mate, like, you (laughs) wanted to get out of there. Honestly, I can't deny the fact that the UK was a pivotal time for me i moved there when i was six like almost seven from nigeria it was difficult because i was like out of my comfort zone initially but being in the uk that was the time when i started expressing myself through art it took leaving for it to really sink in that oh wait this is a place that gave you a lot
0: so you mentioned collaboration can you just talk about some of your experience with that
1: yeah um I've been collaborating for a while with people, I mean, in music and also just art, like, in the broader sense. I felt like that was, like, what it was about, you know, like, meeting people who are like-minded and, like, creating something that other people could, like, invest in and believe in. That was, I think, the most important thing for me. So I feel like collaboration is the whole point. What are some projects that you've collaborated with people on? Uh, The most recent one is um, Hot Spice, which actually came out today that song didn't yeah. it come out a while ago <laughs> it did but it was re-released through rca records Shit. UK. hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool so tell me about
0: that the process of making that writing it and then releasing it and then re-releasing it
1: <laughs> that was a long-ass process man we started nick and i nick was the producer nick lee we met through a mutual friend and um we started working on it 2016 september we i go to julia that's where he used to go and we'd record and like brainstorm and shit and I'd go for sessions for this whole semester. It's the longest semester, dude. And the following year, we put it out independently we'd just put it on SoundCloud. And then this this dude from Bonfire Records, Bonfire Records, like an indie label, they reached out and they were like, yo, we really dig the song, can we re-release it? And we were like, mm, okay. And, like, we also got hit up by this dude from ID and was like, yo, like, I want to write about this song. So it kind of happened, like, so perfectly. And we did that, and that came out the summer of last year. And then we got hit up by this publishing company in the UK called Holy Toto. Shout out Holy Toto Publishing. They're really cool guys there. They hit us up, and they were like, yo, we want to help with the publishing side of the song because we really dig it. And we were like, yeah, it's cool. I was from the UK. I'm from the UK, so I was like, oh, this is cool. Like it's home base. So we signed a deal with them. What we didn't know that one of the dudes from Holy Toto was actually an A&R at Sony. So we were like, you sneaky little. <laughs> he played the song at Sony, and they really liked it. So they got in touch with us and they are like we want to sign the song and like a couple more singles if you guys are down we like okay yeah it took a bit of time we wanted to get everyone to look through the deal and stuff like that and once we signed we were doing like remastering of the song we were like doing new cover art working with new photographers all that kind of stuff and now it's finally done it's like almost been a year but here we are. <laughs>
0: Yeah. so this one song has given you both an opportunity to make multiple tr- songs for Sony
1: exactly exactly. so
0: you just said that you're thinking about launching your artist project soon yes let's talk a- more about that
1: I'm trying to launch this year hopefully this fall I've got a music video coming out so double music video two singles the first called If Love Was Green the second one called XYZ yeah I'm really excited because that has the most collaboration in terms of not even not the music because I, I mean like I produce the music and I write the music but in terms of like the vision and, like, the story and sort of, like, the layers to it, I really got a lot of help bringing it to life. I worked with Nina Gopher, who's an incredible director and cinematographer and, like, gaffer, like, everything. <laughs> I showed her the songs and she immediately just, like, understood where I was coming from. We had similar experiences, you know, both as women in industries that are very male-dominated. So she understood another angle you know, to take this, like, story and and I'm so excited just to share it and, like, have people be a part of it because that's the biggest thing for me, like... Creating a space that people can believe in, lose themselves in.
0: I definitely hear it in. I mean, you've only released one song now, right? <laughs> I so I was listening to it on the way over here, and that's oh, yeah. where I came up with the floating thing. Like, I definitely feel like the textures you put in, mm-hmm. and just the whole vibe of your music, the backing vocals, just makes you feel like you're like floating in this space. Like, you really like make <laughs> so this nice. world in your music, and it's really cool. What is that message that you're trying to portray with
1: all these people? Um, Basically, I wrote the songs when I was in a long-distance relationship. The story is about a different level of self-discovery when you're with a person but not physically with them. How you perceive yourself and how you perceive love and the significance of that in your life. That was like more of Love is Green. And the second song XYZ, in a similar sort of vein but less vulnerable and more like I am comfortable in this vulnerability. Like. I feel powerful, empowered, basically. And we we took a long time and we pulled from different sources. It wasn't just about love and like long distance. It was also about self a lot and that how you identified yourself. And for me, that is partly my culture. It's partly what I do, but who I surround myself with and you know, so it was like a real journey for me particularly to figure out how I wanted to portray the song visually. It was like a different sort of level. It wasn't just you know a mirror image of the song that makes sense.
0: I just want to talk like more specifics about I guess production and
1: songwriting. Like I sort of actually this was this happened when I was in Berlin. My advisor there gave me this thing called this ACTT cycle of the art process. She was like sometimes you're like gathering, and she also she prefaced it as like no part of the process is more important than another. One stage you're gathering and like filling the well you're experiencing you're going to museums or you're like hanging out with friends and you're like try like you do all that, that kind of stuff then another process is like reckoning with that and like sitting down and maybe expressing it in different ways then another process is when you when that is shifting into more tangible forms of expression and then another process is when you're sharing it with people and that like blew my mind because I was like oh my god I'm not going to always be in the right and like stage, or I'm not always gonna be in like release stage. Once I realised that, it's relieved a lot of pressure for thinking that I had to write all the time, or like I had to be releasing like now because everyone's really, you know what I'm saying? Everyone has their own pace. So for me, I've been like gathering a lot. I was in LA recently. I was, uh, I, I guess like this whole semester was working on performance and like um, gathering my band together and doing shows, and so that was a whole new mode for me. And recently I've been in release mode, but right now I'm like so hungry to just like get it out. Like my well is full.
0: You had said that um, you had to figure out why you wanted to be an artist and those kind of really difficult existential questions. Ooh, yeah. Do you think you could talk a little bit about what you found the answers to be?
1: Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, put most simply, because it's such a complex thing. The reason I want to be an artist is because I think it's the best way for me to do the most good in my life. Yeah, it's always been there, like, the the answer for me. And it took going back into, like, myself. (laughs) Sounds so corny. But, like, you know, like, going back into myself, taking that time, I realized, no, this is how I can do the most good. You know, I just want to be the best version of myself and it's really really aided through this art medium
0: if you liked what you heard you can follow halima on instagram her handle is at that's halima that's h-a-l-i-m-a thanks for listening to this episode of behind the beat my name is kaya cohen and this podcast is produced by me along with gender amplified stay tuned for next time